shred guitar. Just kidding. What's up, everybody? This is Muse Me TV. This is episode 78. What is up, everybody? Come on. Go crazy. What up? Nobody cares. This is how it's this is how it always starts off. It takes the building block of life. Packed house. <laughs> All over again. We just experienced this. We just went through this. Yeah, not a lot, but we still got the rep in. Um everybody, welcome back. Episode seventy six, like I said. Um I got my boy Freshy here. And I'm not sure I don't know if you want to disclose your name and stuff. Freshy doggy. Freshy doggy, man. Freshy in the house. Uh as we go along and we start having a conversation, if I do say your name, I'm very sorry. All right. <laughs> I'll work my best to keep calling you Freshy though. This is Freshy, everybody. Freshy in the house. Give it up, Freshy. No, nobody cares. The stupid button doesn't work as well as I wanted it to. Thank you. Thank you very much. But uh, this is actually your very first appearance on my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you very much for joining. Um, have you ever done a podcast? Yeah, I did uh, John Cuellar and Alan Clark's. How did that go? Albuquerque Dudes. Yeah, good. Is uh, it? The podcast is better than my performance on it. So, <laughs> you know. It's always weird uh, if you think about it. Podcasting is always kind of like a weird idea to people. They're like, oh, man, and don't know what I'm going to say. Like, what yeah. am I going to talk about? Yeah, because... That's why I like comedy, because it's just, you know, like five minutes condensed. Like, let me do my thing for five minutes. And podcast, you got to, like, do cartwheels. You got to do a bunch of shit. Trying so. to entertain everybody out yeah. there. But thanks for having me, man. No problem, dude. That's what this whole thing's for. Uh, trying to get us out there. And it's just a conversation to get to, know each other, get to know each other better. I honestly feel like people nowadays have lost the whole let's just talk. Mm-hmm. especially longer than like five minutes like nobody really yeah. sits down and has a conversation for 20 30 an Some hour nobody water talk. cooler talk like hey great super bowl yeah even yeah even that like it's a super bowl talk but you're still kind of looking at your phone you're just like oh yeah bro i just got done yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i can't stand that just go through the motions like Get them out of my face. All right, I got to do this right away. Uh, what is it is, is a mirror image just to switch it so everybody can see exactly what we see. Get the fuck out of here. Just like God Black magic. Right? We're there and everyone's here. But anyways, uh, we started off with technology. That's a good little subject to start off on. Are you a technology guy? You like technology? Uh, a little bit. I'm kind of like outdated. I didn't have an iPhone for a while, but, uh, you know. If you don't start now, you're going to get left behind, you know? Do you, uh, how do you feel about like automated, like new stuff? Like, uh, how about like self driving cars and shit like that? You, you a fan of that or? That's some crazy shit, man. Like, I had a F 150 with a man, no, no powered windows, (laughs) nothing. It was just like perfect and nothing broke on that. And then before that, I had some like badass Cadillac and, if one thing goes on it, like, your whole fucking drive is fucked up. Okay. So I know that, okay, yeah, the technology's great, but if it breaks, you know, you're SOL. You, so lit- I- you literally have to go somewhere to fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's one thing that I felt was pretty cool. Because I used to have an F-150 as well. It was a 1989 uh, quad cab F-150. Old school had Mexican tires on it sticking out of the side. Oh shit! And I was just like, that was my first truck too. Like my dad bought it for me, and then I used to live up in the mountains in Taos. So he's like, here, here's a truck for you to have up there while you live with your grandpa. 
And that was just like yeah, they they get the job done. You could beat them up. Whereas like nice cars, young kids shouldn't have nice cars. Like my buddy had a Camaro, <laughs> and we fucked up that Camaro, man. It's like you should have like a a old Buick for your first car. You like know? something, yeah, something that you can just roughhouse. You know? Yeah. How long you been doing comedy? Probably about six months now. How do you like Albuquerque? It's fun. And the scene and all that. I honestly, it's crazy. I feel like it's really clicky. Yeah, it's pretty clicky, but you'd be surprised. Like, Denver's a motherfucker, dude. Like, Denver, I don't know if they're, like, political or whatever, but Albuquerque's pretty clicky-ricky, but Denver, man. Have you done some stuff up in Denver? I've done some shit all over, but... How long like, have you been doing comedy? Is my... Well, <laughs> should be my question. Jeez. Like, uh, I started four years ago, but I've been doing it three years because 2017, I just kind of like, I, I didn't go out at all. And, uh, but I've been doing it three years, but started four years ago. But uh, I had the same, like, you know, I was a class clown, which is kind of easy. You know, all you are is like disrupt disruptive. Like being the fucker in the silent class, so yeah. of course you're gonna get the laugh. And you can tell too the two differences. Like, oh, it's that guy that causes trouble and like is probably gonna kill somebody, or it's hey, that's that funny little guy. Yeah, it's funny, but even even like in the the class, like you're 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 just fucking up with the teacher. And with comedy, it's like, all right, do your thing. No, you got five minutes. Do your thing, you know. And I kind of like that because. uh it, there's no like there's no tricks you know like and uh so i moved out to la and just i was too scared to get up like i was a twitter comedian so you moved to la yeah just to get out after college and uh moved out just to peek my head in you know like i looked at it as like this is what what i want to do like i've always been funny and if I want to pursue this, let me fucking peek into the varsity locker room. You know, let me go to the comedy store. Let me check out Louis C.K. like in front of me yeah. back when he was allowed in the fucking place. Everybody, you know? but, yeah. Um, so I did that. But there's no like people are like, how come you didn't you didn't like start so much earlier if you lived there for that time? And it's like, dude, you don't get stage time. If you want five minutes, you got to pay five bucks in, like, the valley. Because it's, like, the valley. Okay. L.A. and another valley. And uh, you had to drive. You had to pay five minutes. You had to wait, like, an hour and a half. So how are these people saying that, like, oh, like, okay, um, who's, like, a good... Uh, so you know who Tony Henchcliffe is? I did kill Tony on my third... Third set ever. Really? Yeah. I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. Because I went in there like full balls, you know, because I started at uh, 26. I'm st wait. So you you were on Kill Tony. Yeah, I did the minute. And I did it uh, like okay jokes for like a new guy. Like they got laughs. Do you remember? Oh, man. They, uh, uh, I'll show you. Because I'm a big fan now. Like, I follow it every Monday and shit. Just like, oh, yeah, man, Kill Tony. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to challenge Joel Berg and everything. Like, everybody's flaw is that they don't hype the crowd up and they don't do enough antics like he does. 
Like, yeah. I'll take off my clothes. I don't give a fuck. I was just too new. Like, I did my jokes. I got some laughs. But I couldn't, like, conversate, you know? Like, even to this day, like, I, I preferred just to be, like, the funny guy and then do it on stage because, I don't know, I think you, you've seen those people that are, like, off stage. They're funnier than they are on stage because they're, like, trying to show you something. And it's like, dude, just... Save it for the stage. If you're funny, it'll show. But you're trying to do, like, some fucking crazy stuff. And there was this guy at the comedy store, and I was wearing, like, uh, like some Ralph Lauren and a Ralph Lauren hat, yeah. which is, like, too much Ralph Lauren. <laughs> and he's, like, uh, he's like, uh, nice polo. Are you a polo player? And I've, I've seen that on YouTube somewhere. But this fucker tried to pass it off as his own. And it was a packed uh, Monday because we were all waiting to go up for the open mic. And I was like, hoo-hoo, I hope you're funny on stage too, fucker. <laughs> and he got up that night and he bombed. But there's just a lot of like crazy people that, you know, they try to fuck with people or try to alpha them. And it's like, dude, I'm I'm like no competition to you. Yeah, like, you can do your thing, I can do my thing. And the audience will be like, fuck yeah, that was a good night. You know, but... There's a lot of people that are like, I'm going to fuck with this guy so I shine a little bit more. And the audience catches up on that, you know? Like, what? they're like, they, they know the tension and shit. But I mean, you can kind of see it now. Like, obviously, we've been following beef in the comedy community here. Like, yeah. that's crazy how that works, though, is like, I guess how you could establish yourself as like a neutral comic, but then there are those comics that are already are kind of like, because I, I, now that I like, I've seen you on the yeah. scene and everything, but I don't like associate you with anybody. Like, I'm just not like, oh yeah, Justin. See, I already fucked up. See, I <laughs> Justin Preston. I already told. See, <laughs> no, I <just> can't. <laughs> go ahead. But see, I, that I've never seen you anywhere else. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see you hanging out with everybody. I don't see you snapping or Instagramming or like already in a yeah. click or something about that life. You're just pretty much like, hey, I come to do my open mic and I'm out of here. And I even like how you exit like most of your sets. You're just like, well, it's time for me to go bug a fucker. Leave me alone yeah. or something. Because that's, that's what I'm there for. You it know? makes like, so much more sense now. That four years. Oh, yeah. my God. It Three makes, years. Well, man. Don't, I get, no, I'm giving you yeah. the props of cause okay. the, the start of it, too. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure you did an open mic or something like it, within the four years, I right? Paid, I paid that five in L.A. and I got up there and I was trembling, dude. Yeah, and I went up there and, you know, my advice is if you want to do comedy, start now. Because in, in five to ten years, there, there probably won't even be open mics, you know. Like all the crazy fuckers and shit. Like, do it now. Start now that you can speak freely in a open spot without... I mean, yeah, we got some clicky shit. We got fucking... You know, whatever, but that's that's manageable. You can still do your thing now. So, so, do you think comedy in itself is kind of losing its power? Like, you can't say things certainly anymore and stuff well, like that. You saw what they did to Louis, and even with Kobe. Like, I like Kobe too, but if you could make a joke about Jesus Christ, you can make a joke about Kobe, and everybody's kind of got their thing. Like, like. Oh, too soon. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> like, if you make jokes about Trump, then nothing's off limits. Either it's all censored or nothing's off limits. And, like, fucking crazy. But I do think Albuquerque's kind of clicky. But we got, like, 
four mics a week, five mics a week. So you can get up and do your thing. And that's what I want to do. I, I just want to get funny. I don't want to get like famous before I'm funny. But you're, like you said, you're a good joke writer. Yeah. You're pretty yeah. good. Like you said, you started off Twitter joke writing. Yeah, I was getting retweets by all like the people I looked up to. They, oh, you know, nice. Nick DiPaolo, oh, shit. Jim Norton, all those fuckers. Uh, Kevin Brennan, I'll get blocked by like Neil Brennan. <laughs> you know those guys? That's what's up. And that was awesome because like that's all a troll wants is like some recognition yeah, somehow. Either yeah. like the whole the retweet or the block or the whole this fucker. I got you mad. <laughs> I win. You know. But getting on stage is something else and it's like a awesome feeling, you know, of like just drawing them in and then boom, like just getting laughter. So it's it's awesome, and, like, everybody's trying to capitalize on something. What I think about comedy is you can't really capitalize until they give you an opportunity to capitalize. Okay. Like, there's a lot of do-it-yourself dudes that are, like, making a living, you know, like, hell yeah, and I support them, but I'm like, just just get get as funny as you can, and then somebody's going to see you and do it, but, or like you you like you're crushing it you're doing funny stuff but you're also doing your own thing that's awesome yeah so and that's what's cool about it too it's like i'm trying to help out the other people too like obviously some of the comedians and stuff kind of are like they like that I, i've invited them and stuff i'm like that's cool man hopefully yeah. that this kind of eludes you in your way that helps you in any way or whatever so but it, it's my own journey as well, too. Like, literally, yeah. like I said, I saw Joe Rogan. And I was like, that's pretty sick. I want to try that. I mean, why the fuck not? And now look at me. I'm already at episode 78. I mean. You're up next, dude. Joe Rogan's on his way out. All right. They fucking hate him. <laughs> no more live shit and stuff like that. That kind of upsets me. Yeah. I used to love when he used to go live and shit, but that's not a thing no more. And I saw him at the comedy store because a lot of people don't know it's on the Sunset Strip. And you can park, there's that little dingy fucking diner, it's a train car, and there's a hill, and you can park there and not get a ticket, Yeah, not pay nothing. So I would park there, walk a little bit, and you can hang out in the back of comedy clubs and not pay for a ticket, not have to buy a drink. So it's pretty cool, you can like absorb the craft if, if that's what you want to do. And... uh I was dating some some chick, you know, and I was taking her to the comedy store and she got burnt out after like the second day. So I was there uh, like a creep in the corner. You know? <laughs> so, But that's so sick to think about. Like uh, even for your when you signed up for open mics and stuff, was that the same thing? Did you see like the pros doing that, too? Or did they already have established spots there? That's the thing, man, is like. That's why I don't get egos. Like, be be a cool, funny dude here and be a cool, funny dude up here because you're going to come back down here, man. Because I've seen... Uh, you're like in your 20s, right? I'm at, Yeah, I'm actually going to hit 30. I'm okay, so you remember like that VH1 show, uh, I Love the 80s, I Love the 90s and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? But, there were some funny fucking comedians there. And uh, at that... Five dollar, five minute mic up in uh, North Hollywood. The guy running it was like 
one of the I love the eighties guys and he had a movie. He had he had T V deals, you know, like if you're funny, you're gonna get some some traction, you know. You're gonna get two hundred grand. You're gonna get five hundred grand to like develop you into whoever they want you to be. So but you're gonna spend that money too. So yeah, so you're gonna have to make that living after that. So. Make it back too, yeah, right. If you're gonna do something, yeah. Some people get into that whole uh, life where, well, see, I don't know. Like, I don't know how it works. Where they're just like, oh yeah, you got a deal, and then the sitcom or whatever doesn't work out. Or well, I saw that too because uh, I was there like 2016, which uh, Gerard Carmichael was there. You ever heard of him? No, I haven't. He's gone now. Like, but he was the fucking dude there like he's he's kind of funny but he didn't have it you know and you're like what the fuck like this is the dude oh okay. you guys are putting money behind this dude and he had he had a show on um abc nbc a uh, couple movies he was in uh he was with hannibal burris in that like uh zach efron movie zach efron seth rogan like the neighbors or something, like some like wacky teenager movie. He had okay. like a big role, but that went away, man. And that's the thing, man. Get funny because if you get famous before you're funny, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck just happened, man?" Like I was just launched into having to perform, and you don't you don't have an hour, you don't have thirty minutes, you know. That's yeah, that's even hard to think about. Like I can't even. I, I honestly don't think I even have a five minutes. Like to be fair, like. But you, you're solid. You write. You know, I wanted, like, I don't know about you, but I wanted to do this a while. And uh, I thought about doing it when I was younger, but I was like, dude, I don't have shit to say. Like, who the fuck am I to tell a bunch of, like, 30, 40-year-olds, like, how life is? Yeah. You know? like <laughs> Trying to make it funny, yeah. So I was like, let me go live my life. Let me do some shit. And, uh, like... Uh, I like the I like the characters a lot. Like a lot of people are like, "Damn, like your dad's a dick or something." I'm like, "Dude, my dad's cool as fuck." Yeah, like, that's just a joke. I'm playing like a character, you know, because I don't want to be like talking down to the audience, you know. So I'd uh, I'd rather like be like self-deprecating, so they're like, "Oh, that's like I can relate to that." Yeah, poor fucker or whatever. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I, I see what you're saying. There's some points, too, where I'm just like, I don't want to keep telling people how much I like myself. Like, people don't want to hear how vain you are. Yeah. And it's just like everybody feels shitty sometimes. And, you know, beating down on yourself or the way situations are are relatable, way more relatable than, I don't know, just other scenarios. Like, yeah, because nobody wants to, like, laugh at the guy who's getting laid, just got a promotion. <laughs> you know, like, you want to laugh at the guy that thinks he knows what he's talking about, but... He's got his like zipper down or something. You yeah, know, like, there you go. Every Jim Carrey movie, he's like, he, like he's the idiot, you know. Even when he's a successful lawyer, he's like the idiot and stuff. So. Have you ever like studied comedy or anything like that? Like nothing like, like joke writing. Nothing like ah yes yes yes. But or like you know oh look this is the structure of how the joke should be like lead to and punchline slash misdirection or punchline slash embarrassment or punchline. That's, that's why I didn't start when I was a kid because I looked on Craigslist com <laughs> comedy and there was a comedy class 
and I shit you not, it was 300 bucks. I was ready to fucking do it. Do it. I called the guy. I left a voicemail, and he calls me back. And I was like, get fucked. Like, I'm not, I'm not falling for this. But I almost did, you know. And there's still people that are like, I'm going to show you how to do it. Anything you want to know, just Google it and dive into it, man. All it takes is focus. You don't need to go to no class. You don't need to do nothing, you know? Yeah. Just fucking do it. And it's crazy to feel how people develop and stuff in comedy, too. Like, uh, I don't know if you know this guy named uh, Mark Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. He's so fucking funny. But I love his story where he said he bombed for like five years before he actually started to, you know, get funny. Right, and Joey Diaz, who's like... Kind of like a Rodney Dangerfield, like yeah. he's so fucking old that you're like, damn, he's doing it. But he did, he bombed like his, like for decades, bro, and then just boom, got that Rogan push over and made it happen. Man, he's doing it, yeah, headlining like crazy. Yeah, well, I, I like to see those. Uh, there's this one comedian that I follow named Frank Castillo. He was like a winner of roast battle. Yeah, yeah, I I retweeted that dude. I gave him a shout out, like. I saw that dude uh, follow Bill Burr yeah. in the main room. Nice. Which is like, bro, that's hard, man. That dude's like, you're following Bill Burr and you're fucking rocking it. So I was like on Twitter and I was like, uh, whatever his name was. Frank Castillo. Whatever his Twitter name was. Uh, I was like, something. just fucking followed uh, Bill Burr and crushed it. Great night. And he, he retweeted it and he ran a open mic at the Ice House and he's like, you're up third. So that that was kind of cool, but LA LA's kind of like not like if you're funny or not. It's all about like what what can you do to help me, and then I'll help you. Uh, you know, I I'd prefer it like you're funny. Fuck yeah, come along. Uh, you see, know, that's what, okay. That's what kind of makes me a little upset. I feel like that's what the comedy community here is doing right now. It's like yeah. people are making me feel as I'm, okay. Uh, this is maybe me boasting my head or whatever, but I'm I don't feel I'm as funny as the community is kind of making me feel and they're kind of like like ah he's funny ha ha he has a podcast hey let's see if i can get on his podcast hey they might be fucking using you man Uh, (laughs) i I mean it's okay because this is all content for me as well even if it is even if it is that way it's fine but that's that's one of those feelings where it's just like i don't know if it's like like that kind of sense like because now i like Uh, I, i feel like there's some people that have been doing this a little bit longer than I have, but yet I've been invited to do like a couple of showcases already. Like some things I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm barely like five months into this and like I have maybe like four good jokes. Like, what are you guys, what are you guys hearing that? Well, I'm they not? just like fresh, fresh faces, you know, cause they, they, I mean, somebody's got to do those showcases, you know? So I hear what you're saying, but I don't think it's like that for you because uh, I wouldn't bullshit you. Like, you're funny. I've seen you, like, get fucking good laughs. But uh, if you if you want to get fucking little sugar-coated weird compliments, go to L.A. and they'll be like, great set. I hate hearing great set because I, I was, you know, first set, second set in, and they're like, I love that bit about um, the nipples, you know? And you'd be like, okay. And they'd be like, come back tomorrow, which means come spend some money oh, at my place. You yeah. know, it's scumbag shit, but it might be scumbag for you, you know? That's so, so crazy, though, if that, that's, 
that's so weird that you can think of it as like a humbling kind of thing or it's just like this shady fucking underground weird yeah. fucking well i'm trying to get my comedy out and trying to get my name out there and then just it doesn't work out that way or i don't yeah, know yeah well they got a lot of bringer shows you familiar with that like, uh like i'll give you a 10 minute spot but you got to bring seven guests oh and i always See, like i don't know any of these terms either okay what does it mean when it's standing room only like it's fucking packed. That that's what it means. Yeah. So see, my impression is like nobody has a seat. Everybody has to stand up in the show. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, what the fuck is a standing room? But standing room just means it's packed. Packed the fuck up, dude. And bringer shows means bring some people. And uh, I always get around that. Like I did a uh, uh, Phoenix, and I did that. You got like a you got to sign up. You know, like weeks in advance for it. Okay. And they're like, you got to bring five to ten guests. You have to, you know, we have to confirm that your guests are here. <laughs> and I, I pull up and I'm, they're like, are your guests here? I'm like, yeah, they should be coming. I think, I think there's one right there. Where is he? Over there. You know, and I'm just vague and I get up, I crush it. And there was some Navy dude who brought like his whole fucking regiment out or whatever. You know, half a fucking submarine out. <laughs> Let's get the whole battalion out, guys. Yeah. And he didn't even place, and I got second with nobody there. So that that's pretty cool, you know. Like I like I like going to like the first Fridays and seeing who can who can place without bringing like their fucking people there. That's you cool. know, because one vote, one you know, one count. But that's kind of a little more. That mean, that but makes, those are kind of bullshit too, because it's like, again, like why, why not? Why don't you just have like some bomb ass comics like rocking, dude, like all in cohesion? But you got to be like, number one, get the fuck out of here. I get twenty dollars and a gift card to Subway or whatever the fuck they do. <laughs> so it kind of fucks up like comedy because if you're there for a show, you can feel the tension, you know, but. I did the first Friday. Yeah. Rocked it. Yeah. Didn't win. <laughs> no, I haven't done it yet, but it seems pretty yeah. fun. Rusty. Rusty runs a good show. Sometimes you'll get like everybody paying attention. And then sometimes you'll get like just the craft brew fucking douchebags that are like <laughs> comedy, you know, like go do an air, airplane joke. It's like, fuck you. So have you hit uh, most of the open mics here? Like, how do you feel about, like, uh, the Red Door? Have you been to that place? I like Red Door. I like all of them. Silva? Of, like that one. I like Silva a lot because it gets rowdy. Yeah. You could fight somebody yeah. there. And, <laughs> that's, uh, that's some fighting you get, words. You get some, you get some cash, which is always good. But it's always good because if you make it too, like, uh, clicky, you know, like, there was a comedy club. I'm not going to drop names, mm. but this motherfucker Beep. dropped a, made a comedy club for his friends, with his friends only. And I'm like, dude, like. That's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do it. Because what do they always say? Like, comedy is uh, subjective. Yeah. So the stuff I like might be different from what you like and he likes and she likes. So if you're doing a business, you have to be like diverse. But if I'm in charge of booking, it's going to get old, you know? So you got to, like, mix it up. But their their shit was all, like, SJW and, like, your band because, 
you got a blue hat fuck that yeah like, get out yeah you know? okay but that's why i say start now because it's gonna get worse <laughs> people and, are gonna get more offended you're gonna say the wrong shit and it's like crabs in a bucket like eventually you're all just gonna be on the bottom and people be like what the fuck it'll never well, it'll be hard for anybody to get anywhere that's why I help everybody up dude like don't be a dick fuck yeah that's great like uh that's good advice especially trying to start shows and mics and stuff like that because like i don't know like there's a lot of great shows and mics here but i feel like we could always do better like we don't even have like a comedy club here and stuff but yet we yeah. have we're like starting to turn into like a booming entertainment city yeah like netflix should drop us a fucking check right or something that yeah. would be awesome like can you not think of like something that would well how does that work with like the cohesion with the santa Ana? have you ever been to that place yeah yeah i've been there i saw a uh, rusty rocket for uh whoever he opened for and that's pretty cool that's like and it, they pay pretty good too yeah but, you got to understand, like, Netflix is only here because of the, the tax breaks they get. They don't give a fuck. They don't want to help out, like, local actors and stuff. They'll just let you, like, sit in a field and say you were in a fucking movie, you know? Yeah. So, but that's another thing. Every girl I date, they're all fucking actresses. I'm like... Or models now, What'd right? you do? <laughs> I, was, I was a stand-in for Charlize Theron when... You got fucking sunburn and you got 60 bucks. You know, like, <laughs> and your name as a credit. Yeah, but they like it, so. But anyways. Uh, that's, I don't know, it's, uh, it's kind of depressing to think about too because um, uh, you've seen the new face on the scene, uh, Mr. Loy Lee. Yeah, yeah, from D.C. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Loy. He, uh, he was actually talking about how there's even like, big star celebrities here that don't go out to comedy clubs that usually would like uh crystalia was actually in town filming a movie or something and he was literally here for like 60 days where he couldn't really leave you know mm. working on production and everything but he didn't hit up any anything a well, comedian that, of that dude's if that, you if you pull back a layer of the onion he ain't a comedian, man. What? He ain't a fucking comedian. What are you doing to me? <laughs> ah! Like, I don't know. Everybody, he, he's funny. He's a funny guy. I think he's hilarious. But... No, he's funny, but he kind of like dissed Dane Cook. And Dane Cook's a fucker, right? Like, nobody likes him. Not anymore, anyways. You see Dane Cook live, you can't deny it. He was like, yeah. There, there's people that I don't really like, but you see him and you're like, that dude's got it. Like, all you got to do for me to like you is be funny. And Dane Cook fucking rocked it. Like, two years out of isolation or exile, whatever we sent him in, and he still came back like, bitch, like, this is what I do. And he rocked it. And Louie's doing the same thing wherever they allow him, you know, so. But Dalia fucking shit on the whole town, dude. That's your boy. I like him, <laughs> but what do you mean? Like, oh yeah, the whole like dissing on Albuquerque and stuff. Yeah, but he he's like an actor. He started as an actor. His his dad uh, was like a a big time Hollywood something. His brother's a big time director. Okay. So there's a lot of these dudes that are like, you got a lot of roots in Hollywood, but does it match with your talent? Because like. 
Like, even Kill Tony, there was, like, a lot of dudes that did that. And you're like, dude, this fucker's rocking. But who do they have as, like, the regulars? Like, the hot chick who's rich. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, so, it's a lot of, like, uh, you help me, I'll I'll bring you along type shit. But it should just be, like, your merit. Your, your funny merit, you know? But when I was there, I wasn't funny enough for shit. Like, I'll admit that, like. Like, I was just starting, and I was just, like, observing. And I knew my place. I knew, like, damn, let me just stick to these open mics and not get, not try out, not audition, yeah. you know, so. But I'm pretty sure that's a fucking crazy exposure right away, too. Like, an open mic here compared to an open mic there is, like, ten times more experience, like, jumping and shit, like. Yeah, there's, there's this chick, and she was, like, a, a casting agent, and she was, like, She's like chatting me up, like, what's your name? You know, normal stuff, but I'm not really good with social interactions. <laughs> so she was like, she's like, how old are you? And I just got up and walked away. <laughs> so, you know, career, so career the, over. Who who could have known, right? Yeah. Well, we know you could have been the next guy on the sitcom. Fuck that. A funny sitcom, right? Get kicked out for something. What? So what if that opportunity arised or came to you? Definitely. You, definitely. You I'm not going to I'm not going to be like fuck that. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, that's what I'm aiming for, okay. but I just want to be like prepared and funny enough to perform at that level because as I saw with Gerard Carmichael, like you better be fucking ready once your numbers called, you know, and but oh. at, I mean, at that point, when you get to to the established point where you actually get hired as an actor because of your comedy, isn't it? They're just writing everything for you now. Yeah, seriously, you can riff a little bit, but it's mostly that's your line. Yeah, stick to it. You just kind of have to have that same persona that they were looking at or what they want, I guess. Yeah, because I, I like you said, they kind of shape you into something, right? Yeah, that's why I like. I try to break away from like my creepy character because it's worked, you know, and I, I, I hate relying on like old jokes and stuff, but if I'm bombing, I'm like in a cage, like, fuck you. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to get a laugh somehow. That's crazy you know to saying? think about too. It's like you, cause barely coming into comedy now, you have like these arsenals of jokes where you can just be like, God, everything is sucking so bad. Bam, bust out one or two that you know are gold hitters. I get a reaction. But after a certain amount of time, especially here, like obviously you've seen those spots where it's just like nothing but comedians and you know you, you try those jokes over and over that's, again. Yeah, that's when you workshop or just talk about like the funny guy in the corner or make fun of Alex G or something. <laughs> you know, somebody. But you just try to that's that's the best riffing and stuff at that point. Yeah, but where do you where do you want to go like with this shit? Would you would you rather be like a comedian or would you be like an actor or like would, a podcaster? I, I kind of want to be. Uh, I love throwing this out there, but just like an entertainer, anything anything to get me out there. Like, I started in music and I played in a band for a while, and we did a lot of cool shit, but. Um, I kind of just wanted to be famous. Like, yeah. even if I do, uh, now that the internet has started to blow up, I started to do, like, streaming on Twitch. And I would just stream my guitar. And I've actually gotten, like, some good following and, like, donations and shit just from playing guitar on Twitch. So it feels like anything 
to do with entertainment or just fame yeah. is what I want to do. That's cool. But going into this now, like comedy is a whole different avenue in this shit too because I maybe somebody will notice me. They're just like, hey, this guy isn't that funny, but this fucker looks like he's 12 years old still. Maybe we can use him for something. Yeah, or, I could see like, I could make up like three movie parts for you. Yes. You know, being the fucking guy or whatever. That's pretty cool. But that's only, that's, I guess that's me having this ambition of being famous. It's more of being famous. I don't know if in a spe- specific like talent, like in a specific like, like discipline, but I want to be famous. That's cool. I mean, that's a, uh, I love, guitar so much that that's going to be the one thing that i practice and dedicate the most to because i still to this day will play every day for at least an hour and a half to two hours where now learning about comedy it's like holy fuck if i really want to be good at it i have to be as disciplined as i am on guitar to do comedy like i better go out every night or i better make sure i record my sets and make sure i try to find flaws and mistakes or tweak and make them better yeah so it's all that practice which is weird to think about too and you got you got natural timing you know like a lot of people don't have that like uh i was in denver at the comedy works and there's this fucking guy like stretching before (laughs) the thing and he's like like cracking his neck and i'm like dude like what what are you about to do there's time your time your time yeah and he's like oh And he gets up there and talks about his kids and stuff. And I'm like, dude, you're like, just relax, bro. You know, but. So your comedy journey started in L.A. Yeah. And then from there, where did you go to? Uh, Denver? Home. No, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Man. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't afford it, man. Like I was making money out there a lot and uh, was paying for my, my chick too. And I moved back and. uh did them out here, and I, I liked it, man. Like, you know, you get in, you run into some egos and stuff, but you're like, what the fuck? And I had offers to do uh, those showcase sets, which are brewery shows, you yeah, know? And they're all pretty much, like, people here trying to put on shows. And it, it's cool, Where they man. can, it, where they it's, can. It's DIY, and I like it, but I just, you know, I'm from here, and I, I kind of, I can't really perform in front of, like people i don't like you know like if if there's somebody like i got into a fight with in like sixth grade and they're in the audience all i'm thinking about is like what's up bitch you know like <laughs> what's up yeah dude? and on stage i'm trying to be like this new character but you know new mexico is so it's so open and vast but it's so fucking small like you're gonna see the same people you know even if you go to Germany for the army, you're going to come back. She went to Yale, but now she's back, you know. Most so. of, yeah, it's mostly the same people. Because our families are here, you know, yeah. so fuck it. I mean, it's, I mean, do you believe it's going to expand to a overpopulated place someday? No, I like it the way it is. Yeah. Like, I love New Mexico. Yeah. I hate when they try to be like LA when they're or like-, like Austin or something. And they're trying to expand it, you know, like they're trying to be... They're running all these weird festivals, and it's like, that's what they do. Like, you want that? Go to Austin. You want to you wanna see L.A. douchebags? Go to L.A. But they're making, like, Sister Bar, Little L.A., <laughs> Little Silver Lake there. Like, I remember this guy. He's like, uh, can I see your ID? And, you know, like, he's, like, talking comedy with my buddy. 
And he's just one of those fuckers that like knows it. He can't do it, but he knows he knows all about it, dude. You know, just knows how to. He probably can. He's a writer. No, he ain't shit. He just knows it. He, he just, just knows. he just knows quality. And you you ask him like who who's who's your favorite comedian? Whoever whoever he saw on the paper, you know. But I don't know. There's a lot of good opportunities for people out here too, you know, like the Santa Ana, all the Netflix. So I'm not going to talk shit about that. And there's a bunch of casino gigs too, right? Like uh, a lot of casino gigs. I know if a bunch of people hit like the Sleta Resort, George Lopez and shit like that's going to hit there. Yeah. Like that's that. Well, I saw David Tell. They must have given him like a fucking bundle of cash really and joe list and mark norman oh, they got man. a pretty paycheck oh man i wanted to go see that show so bad it was at the stage right jimmy valentine told me it was solid nice shout out to jimmy valentine i need to get that talk to that guy some more too like he's been doing comedy for a while too right yeah and he he i think he lived in new york or he did like what i did like a little year abroad or whatever in New York, and he he was telling me he's like, dude, the New York mics are crazy. Like, there's some talent out there. Yeah, and I, I was we were just comparing like New York to L.A. and L.A. is just like fucking nasty, man. Like I remember I killed it at this fucking uh, Ice House Pasadena show, and you had to try out for it, and the guy cut out the microphone, you know, just to fuck with everybody. Yeah, and uh, I asked people like. Like I mentioned it, yeah, the the microphone wasn't working. He's like, did he tell you like, da-da-da-da-da, like this excuse? And I was like, yeah, he's like, that's what he does. So, you know, it's like weird fucker stuff, but you get a you get a show at like the Ice House, but I uh, crushed, I got laughs. I don't, I don't, I didn't like really crush, but I got, I got some really good laughs, which for at the time I was like, fuck yeah. yeah it's working. And, uh. This guy didn't didn't do well, and he's like, uh, "What's up, man?" Uh, giving me tips and giving me pointers, like advice that I didn't ask for. And he's like, uh, uh, "Question: How many followers you got?" And I'm like, "I'm I'm going down like a different route, you know." But you can't tell him like, "Oh, you're a douchebag." I'm funny. Yeah. I'm going down the funny route. You know, you can't tell that to them. So you got to be like. You got to put up with their shit and he was telling me how to get my followers up you know and i'm like oh okay but uh you remember that uh app vine yeah there was this fucking guy ride dune and he was at the ice house open mic bombing dude and this dude he's on vine and he, he dresses up like a chick and does like stupid shit like that like hundreds of hundreds thousands of followers popular as fuck and it paid for his stay in la west hollywood so he's doing something right but he's he's like eating dick on stage (laughs) and everybody's like like avoiding eye contact you know like i'm not helping you i'm not hurting you just like do your thing you know because when you're bombing, dude, nobody's going to help you. Yeah, like, that's, that's crazy, man. That shit is so weird. Yeah. And I can just imagine in a big city, like, I, I bombed in Albuquerque, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it's the same wherever you go. Everybody's the same. Don't don't let them fucking big league you. Because this guy tried to big league the entire room. He's like, uh, I'm not doing too well tonight, but... 
tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be a Vine star. No, oh my God. And we were like, get the fuck out of here. We're going to like light you on fire, you idiot. Stay, stay in the building. <laughs> yeah, but it's all the same. I've, I've done mics in New York, you know. I'm not like bragging or anything, but no. I, I just traveled around just to see like, damn, like, because you do get jaded about Albuquerque, you know, because... Some idiot will be in your face and you'll be like, really, dude? You know about it? Yeah. So you go around town, go around the country, same shit. Everybody know. trying to tell you something. Just focus on your shit and grow. Hopefully something comes out of it. That's it. Or else you'll have a good time, you know? That's, that's always good to think about, too, or in your aspect, because uh, everyone else is like kind of... Uh, the way to build funny is just like, just to be funny. You, I mean doing it, going out there. And I feel like, again, I've never been anywhere else, but I can imagine going to like Denver or like Phoenix and they're doing comedy that like suits that area, you know, where they're always constantly yeah. like, oh yeah, it's super fucking hot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or something that relates to them where it's just like, if you took that somewhere else, would it be as funny? Right. Yeah, I get what because like, you always got to write some local shit because there's, you know, you always got to write some local shit, but I'll never use local shit outside of New Mexico, you know, because nobody gives a fuck about New Mexico. I don't know where it's at. Nobody, what? Yeah. Like, where? <laughs> Shut up. You right. know, so you got to like. Everyone like right a, now thinks this podcast is in Mexico right now. <laughs> Shout out to the five viewers. Thank you guys for watching. You guys are awesome. We got a like on here as well. We're just hanging out. If you guys have any questions or anything, just throw them in the fucking comment section. We're just talking shop. I've been learning a lot about comedy, so thank you for that enlightenment. Mr. Same shit no matter where you go. Mr. Freshy. Be funny. You'll fuck it up. That's crazy, though. It's like when you're building up your jokes, oh, man, I don't know. I just I, I just got to write more and just got to. So you want to do Kill Tony? You're you're into that? Yeah, really. Hell yeah. I yeah. would love to do Kill I think you'd be good just condense a minute, rock it. And you got some you got enough talent to back it up. Yeah. Cuz I I was up there and all I had was jokes. I didn't have talent. I was just up there two jokes and then like uh 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 cuz that's crazy too like uh I want to see that now. Like what did they ask you? Like who who was the guest? Like what what was their setup back then? I'll, like, I'll tell you off stage cuz there was like uh, <laughs> Off, off mic, because <laughs> you can look it up. Al Madrigal and uh, Jessica Michelle something. Who was the regular? Do you remember who the regular was? That hot chick uh, and uh, Melissa. Was Melissa, it? who's in town. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, Vanessa Johnston. Yeah, she's hotty, dude. Yeah, she liked one of my Instagram posts a you long, fucker. long time ago. But that was before I started comedy. You fucker. I was so happy, and now I feel like I can never... like. I'm I'm super happy that she liked one of them, but now I'm a comedian and I try to throw out all these like, hey, notice me, senpai, and fuck no, she's nope. she's too big already. Dude, you want to hear a story about that? So like that chick is fine, man, and like, yeah, she's like too fine. Shout out to Vanessa Johnson, and, uh, she's amazing. You know, Preacher Lawson, he was on America's Got Talent, solid fucking dude, man, like a just a. Like a cool dude to be around too, like oh, a dude okay. you, I like do. a dude you went to church with or something, like like a good dude, likable everything, and uh, uh, he kills it on Kill Tony, dude, and they're like they're roasted him, like dude, you're too energetic and 
You're like trying to do Eddie Murphy or whatever, but he rocked it, killed it. Vanessa comes up to him and is like, I need that. You know, like, you know, basically like after the show, come over. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like all jealous and stuff. <laughs> Damn it. But, and then, no, she said that before he went on stage. So I didn't, I didn't know how funny he was. So I was like jealous and I'm talking to him and I'm kind of like distant to him, like kind of being a dick. And then I see him rock it and I'm like, dude, like, I love this guy. He's fucking hilarious. So the point of the story is like, don't be a dick because it doesn't get you nowhere. Like, right. just let him do his thing. You'll do your thing. And yeah, you'll never know what happens either. That, yeah. That's crazy to think about too. She's just like, I need that. Yeah. What? She walked up and I was like, like, fuck. Senpai, notice me. Senpai. Yeah, she is hot as hell now. I follow her on Instagram. I'm just like, dude, that like, she's like dating this huge ass black guy. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you're totally yeah. wrecking that pussy. And I'm so jealous. But that's a, that's a, that's a LA 10, which is. No, that's she's a, not an LA 10. That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a 10 out here. Yeah, but that's a LA. Like five. No, like a seven. Because you talk to six. all of them. And, you know, I was like. My girlfriend who I was out there with was out of my league, right? Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. Nice. I, I always do good, but... Shout and then out to like, that. Uh, give me some props on that. Hell yeah. Everybody loves getting with a, a woman way hotter than their league. But, uh, like, I had her out there, and, like, uh, there would just be girls, like, you'd see them at the comedy club or whatever, and you're just like, dude... There's just so many hot girls. You're over flooded with them. Like, you're just kind of like, shut up. You That's know, so whatever. crazy, too. Where if they were here, you'd be like, oh, great set. That was amazing. Can I write for you? Everybody yeah. would be on that. Yeah. That's so funny. I love that. Hell yeah. <laughs> because it's so true. I, I used to think uh, a guy told me a long time ago, he's like, dude, if you ever go to LA, it's more easier to get a hot chick out there because they're everywhere compared yeah. to here where it's like, a little bit scarce so it's like they got some confidence out here man like they can fucking get back <laughs> I, I date nothing but big men yeah oh that's hilarious but i mean normal you can't beat a normal girl like a normal sweet girl is priceless like a girl in la she's gonna want to do viral videos and Stupid shit. Right. Like Even in bed, to, she'll you know, just be like, pull out your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My girl who I was with was a e-girl. She was like uh, on My Free Cams. Oh, like a cam girl. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like, 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 like legit, jit. Well, like legit. Well, like back then, it was there was only cam girls, right? There was no like Snapchat premium and no, that didn't exist. No fucking. But, Patreon whores and shit like that. Don't whore yourself out, ladies, because I don't know what goes up must come down. And That's she a... was like hot for like a month, and then after that, she's like, "I'm like, how much you make today?" She's like, "Shit, seventy bucks." <laughs> you know, but one weekend it was like. 900 bucks 900 bucks a night yeah see and that's crazy to think about too is because we should i i I love it because i'm just like whatever you girls can do whatever you want go out there if you're if the guys are dumb enough to buy it then that's on them it shouldn't it shouldn't be like like literally like come on guys if you really work hard you might be able to see that for free instead of just having to pay for it you (laughs) you gotta learn from it 
we kind of regret playing for porn. <laughs> get get out there and do your comedy because you're gonna say some stupid shit. You have to. Like I, I honestly think uh, when I started off, uh, even just wanting to tell jokes, I was just like, I have to offend one person. Like, mm-hmm. even if I did the stupidest thing where I'm just like, hey, hey, my dog took a shit in the yard. And the worst part about it is that I just brushed it with dirt. It's not that funny, not that great. But somebody is probably going to get offended by that somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of what I think of comedy now is like, no matter what I say, whatever happens up there, somebody's going to get offended. Yeah. No matter what you do. They're and, like, hey, like, okay, professor, I'm fucking sorry. Right. And I did that a lot. Like I did, I did trying to be like, ooh, edgy, you know, but now I just want to, I'm like a whore for laughs. I'll I'll do it the easiest way. And if it, if it's like, I, I liked to offend people. Like, uh, you got that military joke. I had one like, uh, shout out to my brother. He's in Afghanistan and fucking rednecks would stand up, you know, Nipples out, all like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, thank you. He's with ISIS. And it would always get, and they're just as bad as, you know, Antifa or the left. Like, yeah. Everybody's fucking sensitive. Yeah, that's so crazy, too, because the very first time I did that joke, it killed, and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And then I did that joke at Silva, and there's these two guys, these two ginger big dudes that just like, right hey, when brother. I, yeah, right when yeah. I said that, they're just like, this guy doesn't have four years of military service. And yeah. then I said the punchline where it's just like J-R-O-T-C. And then he's like, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. I was just like, God damn it, dude. Thanks, fucking colonel. I get it. Jesus. At least I don't look like fucking. And, you know, that, that whole right-left shit is all made up by the media. Like, everybody's dumb. Everybody's the same. Like, they get just as offended as everybody else. So it's Yeah, that's so hard to think about how much we're divided now because of the right and the left. Yeah. Like, I growing up, I never heard of any of that shit. There was mm-hmm. none of that. That's how shitty, how fast it's come upon us too. Like maybe it was kind of that my parents are more liberal and stuff like that too. That they didn't really care. Like I come from a fucking Hispanic family, or just like you know, the whole Albuquerque joke, where it's just like a bunch of cholas and just you know the typical. Yeah, yeah. That's where I come from, and they don't never. It was never really about politics or anything like that. And it never was exactly like, like. Yeah, I've heard some racial slurs, but no one's really fucking racist, man. No one's really racist. And, like, ever since, like, 2015, maybe 2012 or whatever, it's been, like, ramped up. And it's like, dude, show me the fucking actual racist. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't see him, you know? I just see, like, an angry guy who said some dumb shit or whatever. And I think that's why I don't like Denver, because they're very, like, blue. And I went up there, and I'm very, like, liberal, but I dress, like, square. You yeah. know, I dress like I'll tell on somebody. <laughs> and uh, I wore a camouflage hat, and I looked up at the lineup. I signed up for a, a mic at the Bicycle Cafe, which shut down. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, and they put, you know, Justin Freshy, uh, parentheses, camo hat with, like, a weird face like a face on it and i'm like dude what the fuck like you're you're killing me from the get-go i went up there did my thing to a bunch of fucking eye rolls but i still still got the laughs to the people that were normal but all the comics they're like against you if they feel like you're 
if we're left and you're right, like get up there, I guess. Oh, you know? okay. And it's like, dude, we're all the same. Just laugh and shut up. Yeah, that's oh, see, that's what's so sad. Like, if it's so so divided at that sense too, and you were in a different place, like, yeah, I guess it's a little bit more. Is it's it's a little bit easier here, right? It is feel like if somebody went up there and was like all total left jokes, and then another person went up there did total right jokes, it would still be okay. It wouldn't be a weird night. It wouldn't yeah. be a bunch of people totally. Well, there was this guy. He was an active duty marine, and he was uh he went to a mic, and everybody was making fun of him. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm fucking. I threw a kick in too because he got on a stupid Hawaiian shirt, and I was I made something. Made fun about his shirt, and uh, he had a mustache, and I called him a Magnum PPI. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like stupid shit. So he didn't have a good night in Albuquerque, but we at least like let him say his shit. Like we weren't like, because <sighs> they even gave me an intro. Like this next guy says he's from out of town, so I'm gonna put him up early, I guess. Like real shitty, okay, you know. And yeah. It's like. Where's the hype? Where's the actual... If you, if you want to do that to me, don't be mad when I do that to you, yeah. motherfucker. You know? So... Albuquerque, bitch. Damn. Straight up gangster. You know. For doing comedy as long as you have, have you, like, had any people want to fight you because of anything you've said? No. Not yet? No. Just not yet. <laughs> I've had, like, some personal shit with people. Like, just like, hey, sh shut up, or... No, nothing like... Like, while I'm on stage, yeah. but, like, a personal thing, like, like, this guy was, I felt like he was trying to alpha me in front of people, and anything that you do, I've done before, you know, I've been a fucker, I know what it is, yeah. like, I know how to, like, pick on somebody and, like, laugh it off and stuff, so, I thought I was, like, over-exaggerating, you know, or maybe too sensitive, so I was like, oh, these are just jokes, let me make a joke, too, and he came up to me after the joke, and... I was ready to go after Damn. that, but nothing, uh, nothing from audience members, but I've observed here a lot of like very, uh, sensitive audience members, you know, that have, uh, cause there's a lot of new comedians and they all go for like that crude humor, like, yeah, just got an abortion over there, like looking around, not even, don't even have a punchline, just waiting for it and. Uh, one of my buddies, he got beat up at Silva. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, because he was making fun of some guy. Um, Was that uh, Mulkey? Mulkey, little yeah. Mulkey baby. Shout out. Um, Yeah, I saw the a picture of it, but... Yeah, but he was fucking with the guy, and the guy fucked him up, you know? But it's still like, if you're taking it over here, and it's just words, like, you look like the idiot, yeah. you know? But I don't know. That's a, Actually, at Red Door... I did have a joke where I used the R word, the evil R word, where I I wrote the joke with autistic instead of the R word. Yeah. But I wanted to be a dipshit, and, you know, ramp it up that night. So I'm going to do it. They went from aut being autistic to retarded, and this girl just stood up, and she wasn't that mad. She, You know, they just want to... They just want to make it about them. You know, that's what I realized. Like, like they can't even argue. They can't even debate. They just want to be like, he's wrong and I'm calling him out, everybody. Like, 
check out how cool I am, you know, like virtue signaling. Yeah. Uh, nobody else wanted to stand up? No, because it was a funny joke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know? It's like she is that person where it's like, nobody else is going to say anything? I, why do I have to be the first one and to say something? she was rocking it, dude. She was, she was laughing, rocking in her seat. But as soon as it came to like her little tender spot, <laughs> you know, because I'm talking about like crazy shit and I'm making it all up. Like none of it happened. I'm saying I'm a, uh, I was an altar boy. I never got molested. I was just a lookout. Yeah, the exaggeration. You know, like, some yeah. sh- some crazy like shit I daydreamed, you know. And people were like, oh, you know. So it's gonna get worse, bro. It's gonna get worse. <laughs> You've heard it here, folks. Do comedy now. Start now because it gets worse. Alex Jones. <laughs> You a fan of Alex Jones? Not really. What? He's amazing. I mean, 7 out of 10 is still a passing grade, though. He has uncovered so much truth. That's true, but now he's like selling bone broth and shit. I got a problem with that, but he's got to stay afloat. That's crazy. Like, if they're going after him, they're going to go after open mics in the near future. You know what I mean? If they're censoring him, that's where it starts. You know, like the disinformation or whatever. Yeah. It ain't against the law to talk shit. You know, I could I could stand on the corner and tell you like right. God's coming tomorrow. Yeah, have a sign even just holding it up. It ain't a fucking crime, but they're they're making it. That's 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 kind of scary to think about though, is like You've even seen it in like con- or cartoons and in like sitcoms and shit like that back in like the nineties and stuff, how it was more like it was funnier because of like racial jokes and shit like that. Yeah. But now they say like, oh, you would never be able to pull that off. Or like one of the best shows that I always uh, refer to is like Married with Children. I was just constantly bashing on women. Yeah. Like constantly. That was hilarious. Everybody's laughing. Laugh tracks for every little crack of the joke. But yet now it's like, that's so offensive. It's the most offensive thing I've ever heard. Who would ever talk to women like that? Yeah, nobody. Like if, if I saw somebody talking to a woman like that, I'd be like, dude, get that fucker out of here. You know, like the actual, the crime or the, the no-no is bad. But talking about it or making it funny I mean, that's not off limits. And what's crazy about censorship is like, yeah, the government will make a law, but it's enforced by us, you know? Like, if nobody pays attention to the law, it's just a stupid law, you know? Like, there's laws against jaywalking, but who the fuck's going to be like, no, 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 jaywalking, you know? So it's on us to be, like, like, more free because... Like, when people, when I see people, like, word policing, I just look at them like, get the fuck away from me, dude. Like, like just, like, in Denver, you want it done to him, but what about when it's done to you? Right. You know? So, that's how I feel. Well, that's so, that's so crazy to think about. Um, We got a comment here from Why This uh, World uh, Communism is Here. That's it? That's all I said? Communism is here. Well, well communism is here. For I the could, world. I could talk some conspiracy shit. What's up? What, what do you elaborate on that? Why this? Yeah, let us know what you're talking about. Um, how do you feel about China? The coronavirus? No, no, just China in general. Do you ever feel that China will somehow overpower the United States? Can uh, they overpower the United States? In California, they already have, bro. I lived in with a Chinese family. And uh, they didn't give a fuck about 
what's going on in your life just where's that rent at you know like come on come on you know so they're like but you lived with them yeah i lived i rented a room in their house oh okay so um in chinese yeah chinese i ate their food cool people you know like again all this like all this like racism shit that's all like media but you can live with anybody and you can get along with anybody if you're cool but if you if you like absorb what the media tells you you're gonna be like a word policing isolated idiot because it's like divide and conquer bullshit and uh but communism i do think america is becoming like pretty fucking red communistic communistic whatever but like they're offering free uh college to everybody because like that's what it's worth man like go go to unm and tell me like if you can learn anything it's all like political and shit yeah so well i mean that that's kind of do you feel like that's a negative if it starts turning that way? So. Yeah, because it's, it's no longer higher learning. There's not an exchange of ideas. It's you're not you're not leaving there like enlightened. You're leaving there like almost enslaved and like ready to work your fucking forty hours a week, maybe fifty. You know how it is now, and you're just prepared for group projects. I remember like towards the end. Uh, they just had group projects and all my friends would like make fun of me for being on YouTube on like, in like 2009. Shit, I'm ready to graduate. Guess what we're on? YouTube. Yeah. Like watching documentaries, you know, in class and we're paying tuition for it. And it's like, damn, you know? And, uh, you, you heard about YouTube being censored and all that. That's some scary shit. Like, it depends on what they try to censor. Well, technically, they shouldn't censor anything. Yeah. Like, but you do feel like there are some ways to work around, like, well, if if there is censorship on YouTube, there's obviously should be censorship for kids, but it should be controlled by the parents and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, we should be able to learn or be able to see anything on YouTube with, like, no problem at all. Like, again, Alex Jones videos, they shouldn't be taken down. Like, Yeah, and I mean... If you want to be like a mommy state, like give us all universal basic income, cause like it's coming. You, I, I hope Andrew so. Andrew Yang, bro, the Yang gang, Yang gang. But like, you want to control what I do? You want to control that? Well, keep me off the street, you know? Because yeah. it's it's crazy shit, bro. So how do you feel about the election coming up? I don't give a shit. No, I feel like it's all the same. They uh, own us. One, what, what is it? What is the saying? Uh, same, same fate. Same old boss, same boss, new boss, same as the old boss. You talking <laughs> about the who? I think so, yeah. Meet the new boss, something it's, like that. It's, it, the, the metaphor is that it's always the same. Even though it's a different face, it's always the same ideas, same thing. It's never going to be really that different. Yeah. Like, uh, everybody hates on Obama, but everybody gives, like, Bush a pass. Yeah, right. Like, like, kind of read about what that fucker did, man. Before you like, or Clinton, they just make him as like the blowjob guy, like the cool guy you want to hang out with. I feel like, like that's after every president now. Like even Nixon now is like, hey, just, just that scandal. scandal guy. Yeah. That's it. But they they did some racist shit, man, for like the prison system, well, and probably- they they said some shit about 
African Americans that are wild shit, dude. Like way more harsh than you would expect from like Bubba with four teeth <laughs> at Silver Lanes, you know, or whatever. But uh, well, it makes sense. I mean, they're all part of the Illuminati. No, you believe in that? Shit. It's a circle of they're all cousins. Check it out, dude. If if Albuquerque comedy is clicky, then there's no fucking doubt that the government's clicky too, right? Like, that's just how it is. People Wait. click up and, like, you're in the group. All right, come in. You, you talk too much, you ain't in the group. But, okay, in, in that sense of the government being clicky, is it just certain aspects of the government? Or, like, the government is the click. They're trying to get into the click known as the government. Shit, I think. Or is, is it, like, they've done that thing, too, where it's just like, oh, oh, the CIA knows stuff that the FBI doesn't know. There's a click in itself right, right there. And it always changes, like, human environment. Like, open mics, a bunch of funny dudes somehow get, like, clicky. That's, like, human nature, you know? So it's going to happen in the CIA. It's going to happen in the FBI. It's just human nature. But everybody knows the damage they've done. And right now they want to give them more power. Like, let's give them the right to uh, the Patriot Act. The mass surveillance or mass surveillance all this shit, or yeah. gun confiscation. And it's like... Yeah, technically they have right. yeah, access to, if they wanted to, just literally all microphones. All microphones on the phone just to them right away. And people still talk about snitches, bro. You got a snitch in your pocket. And you pay monthly to keep that fucking snitch alive. I know. I got the latest phone. What's I got phone? a snitch on me too. Yep. But it's it's uh, that's another that brings about that brings us back to learning as a technology. Like, it, hasn't this thing made us better in life? I know it has. Like for people in my my age group, like me and you, like the internet is like. I think we are, like, evolved because of the internet. Yeah. You know? Like I honestly love it. Like we, I've learned so many skills. I've worked on uh, my Jeep, my truck, all types of cars, just from like YouTubing the problem or Googling the problem. And right. like now with all this like censorship that keeps us safe and away from Nazis or whatever, whoever the problem is, MS-13, that's who right. they try. <laughs> they're everywhere, bro. <laughs> they they try to come at us. But they're trying to censor it so we can't learn for ourselves so we have to go to college so we have to go to AutoZone and have some fucking idiot sell us some shit we don't need right you know? or so, out oversell us of something oversell us when i mean it's direct to the source right here amuse me tv right that's that's a great little analogy like literally you don't need especially the way technology has turned out now like fuck dude you can take college courses right now like yeah, by actual Yale, per professors that, Yale level college classes that, yeah. like they're posting it online it's just like oh there's hundreds of people paying thousands of dollars but yet here's our lecture online just in case they might have missed it and yeah. the rest of the world can see it too well I grew up with that too and I always said I was going to do that you know like oh I'm going to I'm going to take this Yale but there is something about like signing up for a class and going because it's like the actual like I got to do this, you know, like technically everybody can get swole from yoga, but you want to go to yoga, so yeah. you do it, you know, like you can't be laying down in the yoga room, but you can lay down on your couch 
you know so but i love that aspect where you just like throw the yoga gym in your house just do it man yeah, just like hey let me just throw on this video cnn studios right here <laughs> and that's all the latest news and trends happening right now but what else about albuquerque the comedy that you like you don't like or it's, it's a good scene good I, scene. I don't like how people don't like each other yeah it's pretty it was it was worse bro i i it I was worse I, it, I went when i was 19 to a show at leo's on like 12th and uh i saw like some same old faces there and uh who's some of the same old faces like uh royal john Quayar, and they were funny like I, I was like fuck yeah those dudes are funny alan clark was out there um some girl that i saw in la that fucking big leagued me oh really you know, like i'm like i'm a townie i'm not i'm not nothing more than like an albuquerque townie so when i see somebody from albuquerque i'm like hey what's up like i've seen you before you know like, yeah you know like a little represent type thing and she was like hi like all stupid and i'm like okay whatever you're yeah she's already playing that role like la role okay <laughs> sorry See you back in fucking Albuquerque <laughs> on Twelfth and Candelaria in a year, stupid. But yeah, they were they were there, and uh, I forget who was on stage. There was some like comedy class dude on stage who was talking about. He was like a real like pompous asshole, talking about a comedy class he was running. And uh, there was this this guy. He's like a reverend. His name was like Haha something like that. <laughs> and he's like he's walking. Like, you you always know at an open mic, there's, like, audience members and the comedians, you know? And he's walking by the audience members, like, three or four times. Like, weird. And he's, as he's walking, he's, like, murmuring, like, the guy's punchline to his jokes. Oh, like, kind of cock-blocking him, yeah. you know? And, I mean, all the comedians have heard each other's jokes, and you're all like, this one again, but let them do it. They might have a new tag. They might have... There's a million things that can happen that do happen. And this guy was like cock blocking them. So you're going to have bitterness anywhere you go, but I haven't really observed it uh, as bad anymore. But uh, it's there. tell me what you think. I don't know. I feel like it's weird because they're, I guess it's just not liking people as well because the tension. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to find any little excuse to just start picking on this guy or something. And it's just like, why though? It's like, there are some aspects where what is justified is happening for a reason. Like open mics. Here's an example. I don't know if you know about this. I, try, I won't try to drop names, but obviously I'm not just good at it. Just drop it, bro. <laughs> I, I got my government name out there. Dude. You got to drop names, man. Um, fucking, um, did you know about the confrontation that happened at the Red Door with Kevin and David Knight? Yeah. Yeah. David Knight wouldn't shut the fuck up. So, the, like, three bumps. But was that an actual reason why, though? Like, shouldn't he have to shut the fuck up? Or did the comic have to earn their respect at a bar, at an open mic? At this level, dude, you don't you don't get to decide who gets who gets special treatment, who you talk over, man. Like, this is like... This is like equal playing field. Like, man. okay, so if the night is going mediocre, nothing's really hitting, and he's over-talking, that's bad. That's bad, man. But he wouldn't like that if I did that to him. Like, again, it's a simple rule, but it's very, like, concrete. 
So it's like an unspoken rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. Okay. And if you want to, you want to bully me, you want to alpha me, you want to be uh, talking during my set, I'm either going to acknowledge it or I'm going to give you like three attempts for it and then I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. You know, like once I, once I know what you're doing, but I think Kevin was in the right for that. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe David, because he's got a deep-ass voice, dude. Yeah. I think that's just how he talks. He's not trying to, like, do it to be obnoxious. I think he's just, like, talking, you know, so. But uh, stop talking during mics, fucker. Yeah, okay, see, that's all I wanted to know, too, because I'm so new to it. But the way he explained it to me kind of made it seem like, well, I really don't have to shut up unless... I really want to shut up. We're doing it at a bar compared to like an actual comedy club or something where it's an established kind of, it's like, that's like saying, would you have somebody that walked into the show and is having a good time with their crew? You're going to really tell them, Hey, you guys need to be quiet right now because we're having a comedy show right now. Do you think they're going to respond positively or negatively to that? I've done that at, at the old red door. There was this girl on a date who didn't give a fuck that there was a comedy open mic. I'm on a date, stupid. Yeah. And I was like, hey, shh, there's, you know, comedians talking. And like, it's just simple <clears throat> respect. And she was like, like, she brushed me off and she told her date, like, this fucking idiot told me to shut up. And I'm like, damn. But it's it's simple respect, man. And like, if I'm in the audience and I want to hear comedians, because there's some funny fucking jokes, man. Like, there's some... There's some talent out here, man. So hear them out. Even if they're not good, they might get a gem, you know? And you heard the joke, the, the joke fucking 10 times. Well, here at 11, you know? Like the Alex G joke. <laughs> the Alex G. And I usually don't, like, kick dudes when they're down, but I made fun of his camel pants tonight. Yeah. And it fucking got some good laughs, you know? But I that guy, oh, I don't know about that guy, okay? Because there's been so many times where we even give him jokes, and he just doesn't run with them. He just does the God told me to... Yeah, for whatever him. reason, that's his... He thinks that works so well. And that, that again, goes back to if you, if you kick him out, if you've had eight bad sets in a row, might they might kick you out, you know? But I get what you're saying, like, he needs to get his shit together because that, that shit is like. But then it comes back to the sense of like, he's doing open mic. He should be able to do whatever he wants he, up there. But he, he bothers the people, <laughs> man. He's like, he's like, hi, you. what's your name? I've never seen you before. Like, I'll, I'll riff on something. I'll be like, dude, nice shoes. And then have a joke. Yeah. But I never want to converse with people when I'm on stage, you know, and I, that happens a lot, like. Bro, you got five minutes and you want to, you want to do it conversing with me? <laughs> like, talk to me after, you idiot. Yeah. So. That's such funny to think about. Yeah. So that, that, I heard, I heard David swung on that dude or something. I, I wasn't there. That's the saddest part about I the whole thing. I wasn't there either. That, yeah. So we couldn't talk any more than just what happened. But that was just one thing that I wanted to bring up is like, is it an unspoken rule? I mean, if, if comedy... If comedy open mics are established at, like, a bar, again, that whole unspoken rule, if they come in and they don't want to listen to comedy, do we really have the right to tell them to stop? Like, Yeah, we don't, but we do. Like, especially if you are an open mic comedian, your credits don't mean shit, dude. Like, again, I've seen, I've seen people with, like, Conan credits 
you had an open mic. You like, have Kill Tony credits. <laughs> oh, I don't. Know. <laughs> That's yeah. a fucking credit, I'm dude. A fucking porter potty toilet seat sniffer. That's dude. a credit, dude. I'm that a comedian. You're like the new guy I want to look up to now. <laughs> but there's like there's like people who were up here, and you always come back down. Is my point? Like whatever whatever is in your head, like. I'm better than him because I've been doing it four years and I got a green hat and whatever. Like He needs I to was, switch his hat. Stop wearing blue. Wear a green I, one. I was voted best or whatever. It's like, dog, like just worry about tonight, your five minutes, your six minutes, whatever. But uh, I do feel like there should be some mutual respect because uh, in, in at that five, five minute, five dollar room, there was uh, people just on their phones and I would make... Like, you've never seen such a sad, like, imagine raw and sauce, but more velvet, more red, jizz-covered velvet. <laughs> like, that's what it was, like, these crazy, nice couches, and you'd have, like, an open-mic comedian laying down in each one of them, laying down, because he has to wait, like, two hours to get his five-minute set, and uh, there would always be, like, a dude, like... Like yawning on his phone and uh i'd be like are you writing your biopic because like the nwa movie was oh, okay. big there and <laughs> you know they made all that shit up and i'm like are you writing your fucking biopic here and that would get like a good laugh but i at least try to like acknowledge that i'm listening you know like i don't like to stare at them too much because that's like inviting. They're like, oh, let Alex me just G's. get like, on this guy. Hey, have I told you about God told me? Right. You know, but I will like ignore, like I'll put my phone down unless I'm t talking to somebody. I'll leave. But I I'll give you like some acknowledgement. And, and that's like a blatant show of disrespect. I feel that's what I, oh, that's what's kind of impressed me or what I really like about you is that like my whole idea of comedy is what you are telling me is like, oh man, I should help like listen to them, like s stick around, not be a fucking douchebag where I'm just like, oh, oh, I'm too big to even stay in the room. So I'm going to be outside the whole time. And then right when they call me on my set, I'm going to come in here. Pretend, Hel helicopter in. And yeah. Pretend I'm like five minutes. So big yeah. and like yeah. blah, blah, blah. But yet, it should be more humbling and accepting when all of us get together and we're just like, yeah, especially when it's those nights where it's just all of us. Yeah. Like, it's just literally all of us and you, you see those people who are just like, I'm too good to hang out with the rest of you guys. That's yeah. how I feel. That's, that's what it is. That's what they choose. And I'm kind of distant because I just like to be distant. You know, like, I, I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, you stay right there. I'll stay right yeah. here. But I do see the clickiness. I do see the, like... <laughs> Those guys don't have this this and this credit and it's like okay dude but we're in the same open mic <laughs> that's a that's what i love about yeah what especially from some coming from la like was there any heavy hitters you open mic with that are heavy hitters now fuck yeah dude there's a uh preacher lawson who won america's got talent i remember seeing him on america's he's got a talent. motherfucker and you he's were doing power... open mics with him yeah he, he does open mics and he's cool He's like, cause he had, he, he's from Orlando, I think. And he, he did like all the local joker shit, like the casinos, the best of Orlando, the haha -ha funny, whatever the fuck voted radio, local radio shows. He did all that for like three years, uh, 
went to Houston, went to LA and just popped the fuck off. And he's just a cool dude, man. And he didn't like, I was just in, I was on my second set and, uh, it's hard to get stage time in LA. So you got to like really prepare. And, uh, unless you want to pay five bucks, five minutes, right? The hustle. And, uh, he was like real cool and like never fucking big dicked me, never alphaed me. And he, he was cool to everybody. And, uh, there's a couple other dudes. I don't remember their name, but I've seen them in, uh, commercials and stuff. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Nice. Like that's, that's 90 grand. You just got like, uh, like, a. and there's this one guy, you want to hear the opposite of that. There's this like little East Indian dude who's, uh, he's booked like fucking seven Travelocity commercials and he walks around the comedy store and the Hollywood Improv and the Ice House like he's fucking 10 feet tall. Man. <laughs> like, like won't even look at you but talk to you. Like, hey, hey, uh, when you going up? You know, like, uh, like okay. oh, okay. You're too big. Well, oh, shit. Like, but... I understand because he's making money. He's like reaching his goals. So I'm like, fuck yeah, do that, but don't be a douchebag. Yeah. You know, so there's there's something more acceptable about being humble of your craft and especially if you make it. Yeah. But you're gonna make it and everybody says, because I'm like a student of podcast and stuff, and everybody says like their life's no different. I just have more shit. I've done more shit, you know, but like being famous, it doesn't make you like, like, now I'm complete. Now, now they all learned not to fuck with me, you know? So don't, don't do that. Like, I'm the big dog. You're this, you know? Cause if you, if you weren't that before, a couple credits ain't going to make you that. Like me, I've been funny for fucking years, man. And once I figure it out, I'm going to where I'm going, you know? So it's like, I don't need, I don't need, uh, false compliments i don't need uh little dick moves because i'm worried about what i'm doing and uh and I'm, I'm a solid dude man i'm a cool dude and no matter what happens whether i get five movies a special or if i'm fucking taking quarters from broken car windows i'm still gonna be funny right you know? dude that's that's always good to know is like it's it's what you make of it yeah what Again, fuck Ryan Dune. <laughs> I'm a vine that stick with me that stuck with me and I looked back and I was like, this fucking guy. Well it's kind of a shitty thing that happened too, is like Vine Stars just ended up being able to jump to any platform and be famous no matter what. Like I, they, I don't think this guy made the transition, which really? I hate being a hater, but I'm like, he a dick. Yeah, you know, that's like, what you get. Yeah. Cause that it went like and now TikTok, I don't even think they can capitalize money off of that. Yeah, but still, TikTok's uh, coming back to the conspiracy. is just a way for the government, the Chinese government, to surveil us. Really? Yeah, because it's a, actually a government. Uh, the app is created in China. Yeah, and uh, they have access to all your data, all your photos, location. Technically, any military service or anybody that has military phones cannot download or use TikTok at all. That's like a government thing that's like you're not supposed to have it on your phone at all. Yeah. That's like kind of like, come on, guys, they're letting us know. Like, 
Yeah. All everything. And I don't know if you've heard this conspiracy too, like back then when Snapchat and shit was barely starting and they did the facial recognition and it does like this face map. scan. Yeah, yeah it does like a, a map of your face right if away. You, if you join the military, they take your facial ID and you see that little like the green lines because yeah. it measures from your nose to your mouth, your ears, and it's like we got you. Your your uh facial fingerprint, you know, like you can be you identified. Wear makeup. You could wear a ski mask, and we still know it's you, fucker. Be identified anywhere. So that's some scary shit. You, do you think a police state is 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 inevitable? It's here. It's already it's here, here, bro. Go go fuck with the police. See if they let you go. Oh, you know that's so scary. And the welfare checks, all that is is like that's scary. You know, like the police state is here. But what's even worse, what's even like more despicable, is that the people are helping out the police state. You know, like this gun confiscation. I'm not even big on guns. I don't think. What are you gonna do against like a drone? Yeah, you right. idiot. Like, psh, psh, psh. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. All right. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, shooting birds. You're like, not you that good. You ain't gonna do nothing against a drone. You're not gonna hear it coming. Just fucking boom. Like, uh, but this gun confiscation. Uh, they're gonna pass a law eventually. I don't know when, but. It's going to say that uh, anybody that's a risk to themselves or the public, you report them. And I got a problem with Angel. Oh, Angel's saying crazy shit at the open mics with Alex G. He's sitting with Alex G. <laughs> go, go fucking take his shit. So I'm going to do the footwork. For the tyrannical government. Yeah. You know? So it's like... And they, that's how shitty that is, too, that they incentivize it, too. It's like, hey, well, you know, you actually get known as a good citizen, and, you know, we won't tell them about the last misdemeanor that you did or something stupid like that. But just wait. Anything you do is going to come back to you, you know? Yeah. So... Shout out to Denver Bicycle Cafe. Shut down, you bitches. That's what you get. That's what you get. Camo hat, still running shit, making people laugh. Everywhere in town. Yeah. Freshy, we've been here for an hour and a half. Let's cut it. That's it. That's what's up. I actually have a segment, but, but I'm glad you came, and you have to come back. Hell yeah. There's always shit to talk about. Like, literally, we didn't get into anything else. Like, <laughs> like there's so much shit. But I have a segment that we're about to do. All right. The segment is called Rapid Fire. I don't know if you've heard me or done heard anything about this, but what it is, is I have a list of 25 words. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you each of these words, and I want you to say the first thing that pops into your head. Got it. Just like literally just be like, if I'm like bicycle, you just say the first thing. This is rapid fire, everybody. Rapid fire in the house. 25 words. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Pizza. Pepperoni. Island. Hawaii. Music. Uh, muse me. Black. Royal. <laughs> Trippy. Shroomy. Fast. Nikes. Animal. Cheetah. Space. Asteroid. Maze. Puzzle. Army. Stolen Valor. Drugs. Marijuana. Air. Poisoned. Pendulum. Sa Satan. <laughs> Native American. Fournier. <laughs> Scar. Uh, facial. School. Uh, propaganda. Magic. Uh, William Wheeler. Computer. 
computer magic some superhero uh, amuse me tv comedy uh freshy doggy <laughs> bleach stain fame Skidmark. Ham water. Delicious. <laughs> Muse me. <laughs> Muse me. Solid. That's, that's, that's rapid fire, dude. Everybody's done that same list. So uh, what I'm going to do is make a compilation video and then just see what you literally, it's like a psychological test. Like, oh, this dude said some dark shit. <laughs> like, like, okay. So like for trippy, you, know, you said shroomy, right? Yeah. Shroomy. Some people say other things like weed. Weed, weak shit, like ran, ran, random stuff. So it's cool to think about the things that people I kept say it local to too. <laughs> Shout out to the local comedians, right? You guys are gonna hear what it. Uh, it'll be pretty funny when I make the compilation video. But I need to have at least like seven to eight people before I make a compilation. Hell yeah! So it Hell sounds yeah. pretty funny. But everybody, thanks again. Um, give it up for Freshy, Freshy in the house. Thank you for having me. I already said his name, but if you want to find out, go find it in the podcast. Um, thanks again, man. We got to do this again. Don't cyber bully me on Kill Tony. Leave me oh, yeah, but I'll find that out later. It's not like you guys are ever going to find it. He's got like over 400 and something episodes. They're not going to go and look for it. Yeah. I mean, but hopefully you tell me what episode it is. <laughs> but guys, thanks again for watching. Guys, take it easy. Peace. We'll be back soon. See you.